Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, hi, Jenna. <laughs> well, hi, Shelby. <laughs> How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. It's a beautiful good. fall day. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Welcome. the Swell's Book Club podcast. Yay! I love it. Yeah. What did we do today? We had our October book club meetup as our second book club meetup today. And we had, what, nine girls? No, we had 12. 12 girls? There was 12 there of was us. There a lot of us. It was a blast. It was so Oh my gosh. Fun. That was so fun. so fun. So many fun theories that now we're going to share again with you guys here because... Everybody was amazing and yeah. so creative, but oh my gosh, it was such a blast. We went to Milk and Honey, which is a coffee shop in downtown Denver, and so cute with all the plants and the moody vibe, so and the coffees were delicious, and the company was amazing. Yeah. Literally couldn't have asked for anything better. I know. We took Sunday. up like half, half of the coffee shop. We I know. I wasn't expecting everybody to show up. I'm so glad yeah. everybody showed up. That was so fun. We like like tripled in size from our last book club yeah it was fun it was so fun it was good we're excited and yes. and we've got more fun things coming for the next Absolutely. month too um so make sure to check out our episode talking about what's upcoming on the podcast yes. if you want to hear more about our plans over the next couple months so fun i love it oh uh, well what are we drinking today well let's start with what, we're, what did we read mm. what are we talking about ah, for today? you're right you're right right we are talking about One Dark Window by Woo. Rachel Gillig. Yes. I feel like I had to sing it because I felt like I sung my way through this book. <laughs> yes, it was very poetic. Yes, yes it was. So we're reading One Dark Window, which I think was another winner for both of us. Mm-hmm. And so this, oh, yeah. um, this drink, this pink and bubbly drink, we're saying is kind of inspired, let's say, by the Maiden card. Because mm-hmm. it feels like something that somebody under the influence of Maiden card would drink. I like it. <laughs> bubbly and cute. Bubbly yep. and sweet and pretty. Yep. Yes. And delicious. I know. Delicious. Vintage mm. 1993. Mm. Yep. This is more, I think we've already talked about these probably on the podcast before. It's more of those sparkling ices and vodka. Oh, we love it. Yep. We love it. Hey, sponsor us. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> really though. Oh, for real. Oh my gosh. Well, Jenna, spoiler free. What did you rate this book? I rated this book five stars. Me Easy. too. Easy five stars. Oh my gosh, I loved One Dark Window. This was so good. It was the perfect October read. It really was. was A fast and fun read. Mm -hmm. Uh, No complaints. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was so like encapsulated by the magic. Mm -hmm. I I loved it so much. And I thought it was really fun to like go back and forth because I had it tabbed Mm -hmm. where they went through like what each of like the magic cards do Mm -hmm. and so I like kept flipping back and forth every time they would talk about it Mm -hmm. I loved it I thought it was just so cool yeah the magic was really cool I loved the characters Mm -hmm. I loved our main character Elspeth I did too loved the love interest I mean it was really cool it It was was it was a really interesting it was such a different type of magic than I think we've seen in a while yeah I think so too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I was a big fan I thought the pacing was really good too. oh yeah I liked it Mm. Mm -hmm. I know oh fun well time for spoilers yeah I was gonna say I don't know that I have what else we have (laughs) (laughs) me too all right so spoilers starting now if you haven't read this definitely read it it's five-star read for both of us and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode here oh my gosh so what was your favorite part of this book? Oh. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, I don't know that I had been prepared with a one favorite part. <laughs> um, I loved, I mean, I really liked how the ending went down. Like oh, the yeah. last five pages, I thought, 
was wild and I love yes. that. I also loved the part where um Raven is like shushing Elspeth El- when they're <laughs> hiding and his fingers like on her lips and they're She's both like, like oh. wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. So sir. I loved that was like sir? a very small moment, but I really loved that moment too. But mo- oh I, I genuinely think the last five pages was probably my favorite. It was so good. The last five pages and we kind of talked about this at book club, like I was not ready for it because the book wasn't like necessarily like gory or violent or anything but those last five pages I was like oh oh my god like it was it was a lot and I didn't know if I was like super prepared for it and so it kind of felt like like you've like got this really great story and things are building up and then it's like bam Mm -hmm. yeah see I and it's funny because there were other people that thought that too they they thought that accelerated so much faster but I think for me because the whole time you see the nightmare like taking over mm-hmm. a little bit more and a little bit more and it's like I can you can see the build coming and you know yes. it's gonna happen like it's inevitable right mm-hmm. and so for me when that moment hit I was like oh it was like the gratification of like I knew this was coming yeah. and now it's all finally hitting and all at the same time and so I, I thought that was really fun oh my gosh I love it that's Hit so the fun. Mic. <laughs> we always got to do something. Yeah. So what about what about you? What was your favorite? Oh my part? gosh! I think my favorite part was um, where they were like drugged, not drugged, but like they were given the truth serum. Oh yeah! I thought that was so interesting, and I felt like I was just so captivated by it, and I was just like I could not stop. I was like reading, reading, reading. Well, and the questions they asked were like so interesting oh, yeah. to see what they wanted to ask each other mm-hmm. too. At- yeah. yeah, I can't believe that that's like a regular game that they play with the, each other. Yeah, it, as soon as I said that it was like a regular game, I was like, why would you play this with each other? Yeah, you guys are no clearly thanks. like hiding things. It's like truth or dare, but with drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give your friends a truth serum. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but did you think that was really obvious that they were going to get like drugged with the chalice card there? Um... No, I, until she said, and I think I even have it tabbed, until she said the wine tasted Tasted weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was why I mean, uh, when they, the way they sat down, I want to see how, how they said it. Cause yeah, the way that they sat down and at the table to drink it, I was like, that Mm -hmm. is so obvious. I thought it was so obvious. There we go. Um, so I drank from my cup and winced, the wine more bitter than expected. No one spoke. I shot Jesper a glance, and she shrugged, eyes wide. I turned to Elm, counting on him to say something, anything, to break the unbearable quiet. Oh, I was looking way too late in the book. Yeah, that must have been earlier. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was so obvious when they sat down, and there was wine there, and they are like, let's all drink. Let's all toast. I was oh, like, did you? Really? That was like yeah. the first thing you thought? Oh, yeah, okay. that was the first thing I thought. I was like, Hoth is sketchy <laughs> as fuck. Like, he's going to be trying to do something here. I know. I just did, yeah, I did <laughs> Just not typical Shelby, though. Like, doesn't see it until it's actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. Hoth is a douche. Hoth is a douche. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was a douche the entire time. It was so satisfying to see his hand get stomped on by mm-hmm. Raven in the training scene oh, when they're like yeah. fighting each other and whatever. And you could, and Hoth really didn't want to. You could mm-hmm. tell he really didn't want to. Oh, <laughs> well, so I loved it too because um, when, like, the reason that Raven even did it, excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason that Raven even did it was because he was, Hoth was noticing that Elspeth, her hand was yeah. like kind of fucked up from when they were in the woods. Right. And she like attacked him. And he broke her wrist. And he broke her wrist. And so Raven basically did the same to him. Yes. And I was like, ah! oh, it was so satisfying. <laughs> we're not pretending anymore. Oh my God. Okay. That's the other thing. I, I don't know. Usually mixed on mm-hmm. fake dating as a trope. It's not always my favorite one. But this, oh, basically, loved fake it. dating, fake courting, like, mm-hmm. and all the times they're like, does this feel like pretend? I'm like, oh! Ah, no, it doesn't. No, oh it doesn't God. feel like pretend. <laughs> I fucking loved it. And, like, from the very beginning, when uh, Raven takes <laughs> Elspeth to go and meet his family, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, in their secret little room, oh, and they're, yeah. like, kind of discussing what they want to do with her, and and they all are kind of like, oh, well, you could pretend to court her <laughs> to bring her home. He's like, no. And everybody's like, ooh. Ooh, you Raven like Elspeth. her. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Yeah. So that was so cute, too, because I 
thought yeah. it was i mean i'm sure we're supposed to know he's a love interest pretty early but yeah I, it was like pretty clear that even before all this was going down he was kind of into her yeah and so it was so cute i know and then to learn at the end that he was like no i didn't want it to happen because i actually really liked you yeah he's like i don't want it to have to be pretend i know oh my gosh that's so fun. so cute it's so cute i loved them together too it gave me just such like good like bantery vibes yes <laughs> i love oh it. so cute and i loved alsbeth's relationship with jesper yes um, his sister mm-hmm. the only female test year so oh, cool yeah and but she was such a badass she was a badass and i loved that she got along with Elspeth like kind of right from the beginning yes. like they bonded right away uh-huh. and especially since Elspeth's relationship with her own family it was like yeah. so odd right like she's close with her aunt mm-hmm. but not really with everybody else right like right. her dad is absent i guess yes. we'll say like he's i don't think maybe intentionally super right. mean but just absent his and then the stepmom and the stepsisters were like cinderella vibes oh a hundred percent yeah and the so, twin sisters yeah and so after having all of that to have the you know found family yeah. of like falling into somebody else's mm-hmm. family i thought was so sweet i loved it mm-hmm. i thought it i also thought it was so sweet because she fit right in Mm -hmm. and like they didn't even like bat an eye Mm -hmm. after they were like okay we trust her (laughs) that was one thing we talked about at book club today yeah about how easy they trusted her and i argued that it wasn't really that it was so easy because they tried to use the card on her what the scythe card is that the one that i think it was lets you um makes people like tell you the truth or whatever um and so they try to use that on her to make her tell them mm-hmm. like what's going on. And the nightmare or the shepherd King is yeah. like immune to it. And so that's why he's able to basically like kind of push out and make it so she doesn't have to yeah. say all of the truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the truth. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense that they would trust her because in their mind, they're assuming right. that she has to answer. So like, why I didn't they, even realize right? that when we were talking about it earlier, because yeah, they, they really did think that like she was telling the truth, yeah. even though she was totally lying through her teeth and it was so funny. Well, and even Raven says that, right? He goes, you're, you're a terrible liar. You're going to yeah. fit right in. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. More about these cards though. I yeah. thought they were so interesting. So earlier on in the book, they talked about like how many cards they were. <laughs> and so <laughs> there were 78 Providence cards in descending order. There were 12 black horses held exclusively by the king's elite guard, the destriers. We like could not figure out that word earlier. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> um, uh, the 11 golden eggs, 10 prophets, 9 white eagles, Thank you. <laughs> 7 chalices, 6 wells, 5 iron gates, 5 iron, iron gates. gates. Four sides, three mirrors, <laughs> two, two nightmares, nightmares, and one twin elders. <laughs> we were laughing so hard today at book club yeah. because everybody's saying it like it the sounded 12 like days the twelve of days of Christmas. <laughs> it definitely sounded like the twelve days of Christmas, and I, that was I think all of us independently read it that way. Oh in yeah. Our head. Oh, that was so funny. And like on that note. Um, how they have like the chapter headings as like mm. the little cards and then they're all kind of in like poem format yes. and so I kept reading like in poem format in my head mm-hmm. and then I would get halfway down the page and I'm like oh no <laughs> like read it normally <laughs> oh I really liked that was one thing we talked about too yeah. I think all of us really enjoyed the rhythm of it because yeah. there was both in the the poems and in some of the it's not exactly like riddles that yes. uh, the nightmare says within Elsa's head. He has a really like a certain rhythm to his mm-hmm. voice most of the time too. Besides some of the times when he's just kind of poking fun at her. I know. But um, he's like telling her information, but not directly. It's like yes. through a riddle and it's always like he'll repeat. So he'll say like the first line and then he'll say whatever he needs to say. And then he'll repeat that mm-hmm. first line at the very end. It was just like very poetic. Uh, yeah, I was a big fan, mm-hmm. which is surprising because I'm not usually a big poem girl. Yeah, me neither. But I, I really enjoyed it. And like from the very beginning, I really enjoyed yeah. it in this book. Oh, yeah. For sure. Me too. And so um, more about those cards because later mm-hmm. on they go to talk about um, like what the cards actually do. And I had to flip back to this page like so many times throughout mm. the book to be like, what are they trying to do? So the black horse made its beholder a master of combat. So all the destriers have those ones. The golden egg granted great wealth. The prophet offered glimpses of the future. 
the white eagle bestowed courage, the maiden bequeathed great beauty, the chalice turned liquid into truth serum, which is what they were basically mm-hmm. drugged with, the well gave clear sight to recognize one's enemies, the iron gate offered blissful serenity no matter the struggle, the scythe, scythe, uh, gave its beholder the power to control others. The mirror granted invisibility. I loved that one. Mm-hmm. And the twin alders had the power to commune with the blunders ancient entity, the spirit of the wood. The nightmare allowed its user to speak into the minds of others. Mm-hmm. I loved that there were like enough where I'd have to go back and be like, well, what's happening now? Because mm-hmm. they clearly knew the cards so yeah. well well it's like in their children's stories yeah. that they hear from growing up but the one that you're forgetting and this is what i had Ooh, told out well just interesting so i don't remember yeah. so this was on page 130 mm. when um they're i think when elspeth is like first talking with all of the you family mm-hmm. and um and she's like listening in through the door because they're talking without her you know trying to decide her fate yeah and the I think it's the mom says the prophet showed me a hooded figure with a shadow. Uh, the shadow remained even when the light faded. The figure walked to the woods and behind it trailed the Providence cars one by one, followed by a 13th. I have never seen before. Oh my gosh. I didn't remember that behind the figure. I saw my Emery alive and well, that's what I saw. That's why I baby watched the forest road. So, Oh my gosh. I know. I, I, I kind of forgot about- there was a, oh. that she said that. And so it kind of makes me wonder what the 13th card is. Well, and if, the shepherd king can, he's the one that made the cards. Right. And he hid them. Yes. And so they don't even know about the 13th. Well, but that's, that's why I'm like, I don't really yeah. know. So is it going to be like the twin elders where there's only one of them? Or maybe the 13th card she's seeing wasn't really a card, like maybe something else. I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the hooded figure with the shadow, I, I've, I think that must be... Um, Elizabeth with nightmare as the shadow <gasps> because oh there's another part where she says like that the I don't know somewhere I swear somewhere they said like the figure moves but the shadow remains which makes me oh yeah the, the shadow remained even with the light faded or something oh my gosh, so that I, does sound I like think Elspeth. that must be the the nightmare mm-hmm. but that's it's mostly the yeah the figure walked to the wood so that's what yep. I think I think eventually the nightmare is going to go to the woods try and connect with yeah. the spirit of the wood Behind it trail the Providence cards one by one, followed by a 13th. Oh, my gosh. So I wonder what the 13th will be. Or if the 13th is, like, a person. maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the 13th is going to be a person. Or, like, mm-hmm. the Shepherd King was the one who, like, made them all with the spirit before, right? And yeah. so I wonder if maybe he'll, like, give up his life in exchange for the final card to put the deck together or something <gasps> like that. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. Well, and then we had some interesting theories on the nightmare and the spirit of the wood. Mm-hmm. Well, nightmare as in like the shepherd king. Mm-hmm. Um, w- what would we like? One of our predictions was they they like had something to do with each other long before, and like maybe they're going to be the key to like saving the whole thing, like them getting together or something. Yeah. Well, and I had suggested too because another thing that I thought might happen is, you know, so the nightmare entered Elsbeth. Because he is the, uh, was it spirit, the soul of mm-hmm. the shepherd king? Yes. Because the shepherd king. So she like put, basically like devoured his soul, kind of. Uh, well, yeah, not, kinda, devoured, not devoured, but yeah, like I don't know. He took became, in his soul. Right when she touched the nightmare card. Mm-hmm. So that's what he had given up to create the nightmare card. So I, I am predicting that the nightmare is going to continue to touch the other cards and pull back more pieces of himself, like oh of what gosh. the original shepherd King was. Yeah. Because there's been so much talk about like, Oh, I can't touch any other cards. Like I can't touch any other cards. Yeah. But Elspeth, like her degeneration was that she like couldn't touch a card without taking well, no. it in. Her degeneration is that the nightmare is slowly taking over her. Oh, it was just her, uh, her magic then? Yeah, like okay. her magic was that she took in yeah. um, what was on the card, I but guess. But we didn't actually see it right. And so mm-hmm. that's actually a really, really great prediction. Because we were talking about it earlier, but I don't think we actually came to that conclusion. But I love that. That mm-hmm. like the nightmare is going to go around and like touch the cards and like take back what's his kind of thing. That's what I think. And oh, I think I like through that. that, he's going to end up being able to like collect all the cards and I don't know, basically yeah. like close things off with the spirit of the wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's so interesting at like the end of the book when he was like, Oh yeah, King, I'll come help you. 
I was like, I'm sorry. Like, you're just offering your help to the people that you, like, don't want to help? Well, no. So he's clearly got an alternate agenda, right, that we don't know. But before we get there, you were also (laughs) um, talking about just the spirit of the wood in general. Yes. And so I thought that was was one of the things that I'm curious to learn more about in the Mm -hmm. next book because really the only thing that we know besides that the spirit of the wood helped with um, making the cards and that they're somehow connected to the mist and Mm – like the craziness that goes from that. But uh, Elspeth's aunt also says that before the Providence cards, the spirit of the wood was our divinity. The folk of Blunder sought her out, combing the woods for the smell of salt. They asked her for blessings and gifts. They honored her woods and took the names of trees as their own. This was old magic, old religion. And so... Oh, yeah. So I think people kind of forget that the spirit of the wood wasn't bad originally. Like now everybody fears the uh, mist and fears her which they are always say her they do they do yeah and then they always say that the nightmare is a he Mm -hmm. the shepherd king is a he and so that's really interesting Mm -hmm. yeah somebody at book club today was saying that they think that maybe the shepherd king and the spirit of the wood had like something going on and now the spirit of the wood is like a woman scorned and that's part of why this took such a turn for the worst yeah Well, then we also had somebody talk about how magic is like neither good or bad. It's like Mm. all in the beholder. Mm -hmm. And so whoever's wielding it can either do good with it or they can like be evil with it. And so I loved the theory that like maybe she's a woman scorned. Mm -hmm. And like I hope we learn a lot more about her because there's so much theory going around like within the people of the town of Blunder. Mm -hmm. Like everybody is so terrified of these mists and bad things happen in the mists. Um, But it's like, why like we don't actually know like why this is all happening it just started happening well and of like getting the fever because and getting sick yeah it seems like a mixed bag right so the king the now king Mm -hmm. you know the usurper um (laughs) he takes any kids that get the fever and offs them yep yeah, I realize I should be careful about this. On our yeah. lives. them, yeah. We, TikTok we'll blocked us, yeah, for, for using the M word. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but he, um, yeah, so he takes any of the kids that get the magic mm-hmm. and do that. But I don't, I'm, like, not totally sold that getting sick and is a curse. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not totally sold that that's supposed to be a bad thing. I'm, like, wondering uh-huh. if maybe – that's the spirit of the woods way of trying to like get other people with magic that can be more powerful and take over, over the usurper King who is so bad. Yeah. So I'm like kind of curious about that. It again, kind of plays into yes. that magic is neither good or bad. kind of depends on how you use it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, but I'm wondering if that's why like it's supposed to be bestowing a gift of this um, magic because then those kids are also immune to the mist. Yeah. And they don't need to carry the token with them. Right. And I thought that was very interesting when we were discussing it earlier that like the kids who get the magic are now completely fine in the mist. And so it's like, do we think that like she's maybe giving them this magic to like help or like, like there's got to be some deeper meaning behind it. I think so too. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the king knows this because something else we were kind of talking about is that if if the kids that have the magic, if they have any threat to the king, he would, you know, off mm-hmm. them. But, like, if they were useful, he was able to keep them around. Try and, and control them. Right. And we were, we were learning that there are so many more infected yes. people around that we even – that we ever thought that there were. Like, we have um, Raven – which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Emery. Emery. Um, Elspeth, of course. Um, who else? Wasn't one of like the physicians or something? Or there's that's like some, somebody else that's like close to the king. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And like Emery is just being like held up with the king. Like yeah. that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. We talked about him a lot today at book club too. Mm-hmm. About how he's got like these like seeing abilities kind of. Yeah, he <clears throat> can clearly see things that other people can't. But everybody writes him off as just crazy talk and no yeah. one really listens to the words he's saying, even though he speaks the truth and the truth that other people don't see. Oh, yeah. And Elspeth 
we were saying Elspeth is the only one that seems really aware of that because <laughs> she has this secret that other people don't know. Yeah. And Emery can see it. Emery sees that in her immediately. Yeah. And so it was like with after the party or during the party when they were like all outside and mm-hmm. he starts like, I see the monster behind me. He sees, I see yellow eyes. I and, see yellow eyes. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, what? No. And she starts to realize that he like, he can see other things. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know what else it is that he's seeing. Yes. Because he stays quiet a lot, but like he gets, he gets like really sick, mm-hmm. which is sad. But that's, what, so I'd say that's one of my projections for the mm-hmm. next book is I think that one of his I don't want to call them visions because it's yeah. not really right. But like one of the things that he can see beyond other people is going to be important for them yeah. in the next book, I think. I think so too. I could absolutely see that. Do you think he's going to be saved in the next book or do you think he's going to be sacrificed or die? Oh, you know, I'm so torn on that because part of me thinks that he's going to be either sacrificed or just get so sick that he dies. Mm-hmm. Like it's good. I feel like it might be like an un- unfortunate timing of events where like he gets so sick that he like can't do anything anymore and so he's not really like useful but they can't but they're not gonna like sacrifice him Mm -hmm. I would love for him to get cured and just like be all better but like I don't know if I actually see that happening I know I don't think he's (laughs) gonna make it either yeah I don't think and I think it'll be really sad Mm -hmm. yeah what do you think about Ione I don't really know I know Ione Ione so Elspeth's um, cousin Mm mm-hmm Ooh. That that was really interesting because she's got the mating card. And so now she's like, what? I don't remember how Elspeth described her. Something like she's got a kind soul Mm -hmm. and she's super sweet and caring. But now she's got this mating card that's like clearly on all of the time. Right. So she turns pretty but acts mean. Yes. It's like destroying her heart. Yeah. Like destroying her internal soul to like look pretty on the outside. Mm -hmm. But do you think that? she's gonna like keep going down and getting in a like worse Mm -hmm. personality track I think so but from some of the ways that we've seen already she like does little things to protect Elspeth Mm -hmm. and like she'll like do little like say like little lies for her and she'll like do things that are like out of the character of her currently and more like her character in the past right and so I find that really interesting but kind of like we said earlier in book club like I think it was you that brought up the really good point that like what if she's not the one in control of the mating card yeah so because Elspeth noticed that she doesn't have the mating card on her Mm -hmm. and so I think that Hoth is holding the mating card and that's like part of an abuse towards Ione is Mm -hmm. that he's preventing her from ever turning it off because I think that he has control of it and I think that that's why she's kind of so bitter towards him all the time because oh, yeah. she's clearly not on his side, even though like she's not excited about this engagement. No. She's not happy not about all. the pairing. And you notice like after he breaks his hand and she kind of rolls her eyes and is like, he'll live. Yeah, he's fine. And yeah. I don't really care. And I don't know. There's like a, a couple other times when he's sort of getting made fun of and she definitely is also laughing at him, if, if yeah. not quietly, but mm-hmm. she's not she's backing not him up team. at all. Yeah, she's definitely not on his team. And so I think there's some scheming happening back there, too. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what I think the scheming is, but <laughs> but I do think that Hoth is somehow preventing her from yeah. using the maiden card how she would want to. Yeah, that's so interesting, and I, I really hope we find out more about that later on because it'll, it'll make so much more sense. I just thought about something, actually. Oh, what's that? So part of how Ion gets the maiden card is because her dad, the uncle, mm-hmm. gives a nightmare card to the king, right? Yeah. But the nightmare card lets you look inside people's minds, right? Yeah. Doesn't Ione know that Elspeth has magic and is sick or had gotten sick? She knows that she got sick. I don't think Elspeth told anyone? anybody about her magic. Okay. Because okay. I think at some point she even says like, like in the very, very beginning, I think well, she she's says, talking to Raven. I never told anybody yeah. for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, d- I don't even think I own knew, but I feel like well, she, she, knew she sus- got sick. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she suspects something cause she eat, I think she tries to get it out of her a couple of times cause she's like, yeah, like you had the fever, which means like you should have magic, but like, what is it? Right. But you never had powers. <laughs> or did you? <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I'm like, I wonder what information mm-hmm. the king has been able to get from Ion's head now that he has a nightmare card and can look inside her mind. I'm just wondering, like, if there's anything 
critical. It also makes me wonder if that's going to come into play Mm -hmm. in this next book now, if maybe, like, somehow they try and rope Iona in a little bit to, like, get some help, but then she, like, unknowingly or, like, unintentionally gives up critical information (gasps) about their plans because they have that one. I don't know. I could totally see it happening. That would be so interesting. I just think the fact that they gave up a nightmare card Mm -hmm. is going to come into play. Oh, yeah. I definitely think so, too. Well, because we kind of realized at some point that, like, the uncle, like, maybe might not be as trustworthy as we thought he was. Like, maybe there's some other stuff going on, Mm -hmm. like, behind the scenes. And, like, clearly at the end when he, like, is, like, forced to, like, Mm -hmm. show where she is to, like, bring her to that location Mm -hmm. where she ends up, like, basically dying. Mm-hmm. like there's clearly something else happening there yes oh i'm trying to think of what else that was so sad the did you guess that raven was infected no not at all and i think it was really interesting that his like degeneration is that he's not able to use cards and it almost seems like he like inactivates the cards it reminded mm-hmm. me a lot about um from shatter me with adam Mm. how he like inactivates things Mm -hmm. um and it made me think a lot about that because like Elspeth would say when he touched the card like the card went blank because she Mm -hmm. could see like the edges of the card or like not a beacon but like they like light up the color of the card that they are Mm -hmm. and so she can see them and when he touches the card it just like goes away right because even from page 80 which was super early yeah and she goes Raven took a seat um beside me at the table his face a mask Blah, 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 blah. His hand went so quickly into his pocket, I didn't see it move. He slapped a white eagle card onto the table. I rubbed my eyes more tired than I thought because for a split second, it seemed as though the light coming from the cards in Raven's pocket had flickered out. <laughs> so I think it's less that he can't use the cards, but like he inactivates them. Yeah, well, because they also can't be used against him. Yes. He can't use them and they, he can, they can't be used against him. I loved that though. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I also love that like a lot of the cards, like, when they tried to use them against the nightmare, like, didn't. Don't work? Yes! I loved that. But then the truth serum, like, works in the blood. And so, like, she, like, had to tell the truth. Yeah, well, I mean, until, but the the nightmare could have helped, right? Like, if he wanted to, no. she just didn't pull oh, it. No, he said that you, like, uh, like, matters of the mind, mm. he can do because he's of the mind. Mm. But, like, since the truth serum was of like, the blood he she, couldn't help her yeah it was like physically drank wine and it was yeah. in her body mm. i know and so that was so sad and that's when raven comes in and like uses his nightmare to like get into her head and he's like let me help you with what to do oh yeah what did you think about that after they had had such a serious conversation oh about gosh. like don't you dare ever use that on me ever again um so i had kind of mixed emotions because like she was very upfront, like from the beginning that like do not use that card on me mm-hmm. because obviously she's trying to protect everybody from the King Shepherd, Shepherd King, whatever. Um, but I was also like, but he was trying to help you. Like he was literally trying to give you information yeah. to like help. And so I don't, I was, I was a little torn on it. I honestly, I, I'm surprised that I felt this way, but I, I thought it was nice that he was trying to help. Mm-hmm. Like I get that she felt like it was an invasion of privacy oh, and yeah. stuff, but she was clearly struggling and it was about to ruin everything for all of them. Oh yeah, exactly. And I could kind of see him, like he wasn't trying to just like go in to figure out some information right. or something, right? Like he was just trying to go in to help her. Yeah. But I, I mean, I can yeah. see why she freaked out, but I, I actually well, I didn't really uh-huh. hate it. I don't know. No, I definitely didn't hate it either. Like I definitely saw both sides. Like, yeah, she asked him not to, but like at the same time, like he was really just trying to help. Yeah. And that's when he finds out that like she's got somebody else in her head. Yeah. And so he comes out and freaks out and he was he, like, what is that? He's like, I heard another voice. Who yeah, is that? Who is I that? love when he goes back in then because I was like, well, uh-huh. I don't know how I'm going to explain this. So you just got to, yeah, you, so just, you gotta just gotta see. I know. And then, and then it, it made nightmares think, like sup I know. <laughs> have you it reminded me of like you know like the monster will come out of the dark and be like boo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like megan today described it as um oh uh, what was the this not venom oh i have not seen that movie so i don't know <laughs> i haven't seen the movie either but i like know what she's talking about because he needs a host and so mm-hmm. he like goes into somebody else's head and they're like bickering back and forth like mm-hmm. let's go get pizza let's go do this oh yeah we were <laughs> laughing at that too that like can you imagine being around elspeth when she's having this conversation <laughs> with the nightmare in her mind and she's just like you ask her a question 
And she's just like blank face looking at you for like 10 <laughs> just seconds like, while she has a conversation oh yeah. in her mind. <laughs> because at one point, Raven even goes like, I asked you a question. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so funny. That was so funny. We were laughing so hard. All of us were like blank staring. <laughs> <laughs> That was so funny. I always love, I know that was kind of internal mind speak, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know why. I just really love that as a trope. Like yeah, mind I do speak too. in general. I thought this was so, so interesting because like the majority of it was like in her head. Like Yeah, it was a lot in her him. head. Normally I'm not like the biggest fan of it, but here I thought it was done so well and I just, I, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so interesting. Yeah, same. Um. Okay, so... What about more of the Shepherd King's backstory? So the only things we Ooh. really know about him, mm -hmm. you know, he's 500 years old. Yep. We know that at some point in time, he wanted to be able to share magic mm -hmm. with the people of his town, Providence, whatever. Right. And so he We goes, also know that he, like, saved kids. Yeah, I was going to get there. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, so <laughs> he, he has also done the thing, because I think that before that, mm -hmm. he goes to the Spirit of the Woods to try and make the Providence cards to give magic to the yes. people. Um more readily mm -hmm. and then sometime after that we see a vision through elsbeth's mind um of him like running and trying mm -hmm. to save kids and the rowan king like seemingly burning them to the ground right mm -hmm. and so we're assuming this plays into some of the feud because the nightmare slash shepherd king hates the rowans like Just hates. with a fiery passion hates them and he he even seems to like dislike elm not like the, just because just he's a because, Rowan. yeah 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 and so i feel like there's and he calls him the usurper that's the he's the yeah. one who says that too and so i'm like so curious to see in the next book what the original rowan mm -hmm. king did to him oh yeah because i i'm assuming he must be the, either the cause of his death or the cause of the twin alder card being lost and not yeah. being able to return the deck to the spirit of the woods mm-hmm is like one of the two? I don't know. Do you have any thoughts of what you... Yeah. Well, because I think I remember at some point in the book, they talk about how the Yu family like descended from the Shepherd King mm -hmm. or there was some like connection between them or something. Yes. And so I, that would that would be very interesting for like the Yu family like right now, like trying to find all these cards so that they can unite the deck. Um, that would... Yeah, it would be very interesting to see. Especially because didn't they say that like where they end up finding like the stones was like their old place of dwelling yeah so the it's the same place that we have the first magical kiss also between Ooh. raven and elspeth but mm -mm. it's on the U family property mm -hmm. and it's where there was an old castle that had been burned down and there's only one room remaining and one dark window mm. <laughs> which is the only way in and out of that room yes and so that's where the shepherd king was buried it right like that's his tomb there or whatever yeah. and that's where raven can cut his hand and use his blood to basically be able to like <laughs> we had a lot of conversation about the slicing of hands we'll get to that too but um that's that's, so that's where he can use his blood to basically like enter into like i think like a hidden yeah. pocket in there right like he can yeah. like reach through the stone and so he's been hiding the providence mm -hmm. cards that he's been collecting there it kind of makes you think of like um <laughs> vampire diaries when um you have to like use your blood to like move like the stone like where Catherine and them are hiding but they like use spells oh when they're like hiding underground in the yeah the place where the witches yes. kept them yep and so like bonnie had to like use her blood to like open up the gates that's kind of mm -hmm. what it made me think of but like like a stone like a well that's what i thought it was oh like a well. see i don't know for some reason I, this was like so dorky to try and explain this outside <laughs> it's not gonna look right outside my brain but i saw it more as like the stone was still there but think of it as like somehow becoming a little bit transparent like oh, a little yeah, bit more yeah. like you just move directly through it like yeah. it's still existing there but you have access to reach through it so that's, it's not no, that the stone like moves to the side that's I like what i that. pictured <laughs> well because i mean i think they do say they just like reached into it so yeah. like that's a that's a great way to think about it but anyway so that's yes yeah, so that's where that's where the providence starts mm -hmm. cards are stored do you think that that's where the twin altars is or do you think it's somewhere else no i think it's somewhere else and i i kind of think that maybe like the nightmare of the king shepherd is like 
trying to unite with the king because maybe the king knows where it is Mm. or like his family lineage did something with it and so he's gonna try to find out like information about it oh like you think maybe that's what the rowan king did to the shepherd king is that he stole the twin alders and made it so that you couldn't put the deck back together yeah yeah because i don't think they can be destroyed right right they can't be destroyed yeah so it's just like hidden somewhere because i feel like if if the nightmare actually knew where it was, he would automatically, like, work with the use. Yes. To try to just, like, unite the deck and, like, there we go. So, like, clearly alternative, ulterior motives there. I cannot speak. Hard word. <laughs> Hard word. Oh, my gosh. I'm running up, like, two hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm curious to, to know more about the Shepherd King. Me I think too. all of us said that. We're like, we don't really know that much about him mm-hmm. did you okay i know everybody at book club said it was so <laughs> obvious did you think it was that obvious that the shepherd king was the nightmare no i didn't think so until she had <laughs> I the was dream just smiling and nodding i, I was like huh? it, it wasn't until she has the dream where she sees the shepherd king sitting yeah. on that rock or like uh-huh. on the in the the through the one dark window room yeah that was that was the first time i realized um, it was, yeah. they thought it was so obvious it's like i didn't get that no i didn't get that either <laughs> And made me I, feel a little dumb. Right. Because <laughs> she started to see like the gold matches, like, like these like glimpses of what she's been seeing, like around the, like the U castle mm-hmm. and everything. But I loved it when after, oh my gosh, which makes you da 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 the shepherd king. <laughs> His voice calls louder than it had ever been as if he was closer, stronger. Finally, my darling Elspeth, we understand one another. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That gave me chills. Oh, see, I also got chills when um, she, when Elspeth is talking to Emery because she's like trying, kind of trying to figure out what's going yes. on, right? And he goes, he hunches, not animal, not man, but something <sighs> in between. He stands in a room he built for the spirit of the wood, perched upon a, a tall, dark stone. He whispers something. What does he say? <laughs> there once was a girl, clever and good, who tarried in the shadow in the depths of the wood. There was also a king, a shepherd by his crook who reigned over magic and wrote the old book. The two were together, so the two were the same. The girl, the king, and the monster they became. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I like that. Every, that yeah. I think that was the first time when we kind of get the full thing. Like we, Oh, yeah, chills. I know. We, I'm seriously like goosebumps <laughs> from that. Because we heard the, the girl, the king, and the monster they became. Yeah. I think like we kind of hear that a few times, oh, which yeah. I guess should have made obvious but whatever i still didn't get into the dream either but that when we get that full bit together there Mm -hmm. i like oh i got such chills reading that but that's exactly what we're talking about where there's just like this little bit of a rhythm yeah too which i love it so good i love it because it's it's so fun oh my gosh i'm obsessed with this book i am too (laughs) i just like loved it so much and i can't stop thinking about it and i can't stop thinking about like the little quotes and like the magic cards and like what everything means because something that I also just thought about when we were talking about the shepherd king and like trying to get his magic back. What if when he he wrote the book, right? Mm-hmm. What if he also made the card and gave each card was like a piece of himself that he gave away. And so when he knights the deck, he becomes a real person again. Like he comes back to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say when I said yeah. I think the nightmare is going to collect the cards and pull back pieces mm-hmm. of himself. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I think is going to happen too. So do you think then, like say that happens and say they unite the deck and he becomes like his own again? What happens to Elspeth? I don't know. I think, I feel like the Shepherd King is going to in some way kind of end up sacrificing himself for the greater good kind of thing like i think in taking back the cards there's going to be some amount of like he'll sort of leave elspeth and that that'll kind of be a payment to the spirit of the woods to be like hey like let's just be done with this Mm -hmm. so that's what i think is gonna happen yeah because at the so at the very end of the book it kind of seems like she's just like gone sleeping i think within the mind yeah well in the very beginning of the book the nightmare is like pretty quiet in the back yeah. of her mind. So I think it's just flip flopped right now. Okay. Okay. So she's like, you think she'll come back? Yeah. I, I think so. she's going to be watching. I think it's going to be a couple chapters and then she's mm-hmm. going to be watching through mm-hmm. her own eyes. But like as she's being controlled by the nightmare. Yeah. But I really want to know what he's scheming. Oh yeah. Me too. Of like why he was like, oh yeah, take me. I'll come help you. Yeah. To the king. 
Yeah. So I'm like, I did some not scheming. expect that some at all. Going on. I don't know. So much scheming. Well, and then especially because like the poor you family, like they've been working so dang hard, and now like all of the plants are just kind of like in like halt. And I'm like, at some point, the nightmare like has to come back and like help them or something. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm so curious. I'm so curious too. Um, one of the other things that we kind of talked about at Book Club a little mm. bit was our fan casting. Yes. And I thought this is so interesting because we don't normally do this on the podcast, but it's actually a really fun bit that I think we could just like start to add in. Mm-hmm. So there were three people that we talked about for Raven. Mm-hmm. There was Louise Partridge, which I guess, what did Megan say? He was like, played a kid on some show. Stranger Things? No, no that wasn't no? Stranger Things. That was... Uh, I don't know some sh- some kid in the show Louis Louis Partridge, but then we also have Ian Somerhalder, young Ian Somerhalder. Yeah, younger, oh. younger Damon, younger Damon. Which I didn't realize it until I saw when the picture when they pulled him up. I was like, oh wait, that actually fits pretty well. And I said Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, which is the guy from Dune. Yes. And so I don't know why I just kind of pictured Raven as like a little boyish, like almost a little. <laughs> Feminine in his features, uh-huh. but like a total badass. Oh yeah, and like charming. And like charming. Timothy is very charming. Yeah, because he's the you know captain of the Destriers, so mm-hmm. he's got to be charming and badass. Oh yeah. So that was what I pictured. I liked it because when <laughs> you said it, that's who I was thinking, and I was like, oh my gosh, cheers. <laughs> We're gonna need to refill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. So that was like who I was initially thinking. Um, I also like Ian Somerhalder for it. I liked that too. Yeah, much younger though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For Elspeth, I think it was kind of a unanimous it Jenna unanimous. Ortega. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like everyone p- casts Jenna Ortega uh-huh. as like so many people these days. Oh now. yeah, <laughs> she's like, got such a wide range. She, well, she just she has a like very unique look that I think yeah. fits for a lot of fantasy that has mm-hmm. like long dark hair and maybe like. I don't know. She, like, gives off really good vibes for, like, the creepy or, like, spooky kind of background. Well, I think especially for her, like, her role in Wednesday when she was, like, all black. Mm -hmm. I think, like, they describe Elspeth's eyes as, like, So dark, almost black. Yeah. Yes. And then when the nightmare comes, they're, like, a contrasting bright yellow. Which, the yellow, I totally was picturing, like, um... Again, Vampire Diaries and Spirit on that. <laughs> you know, the werewolves, how they yes. wear eyes flash. Like, yo, that's what uh-huh. I pictured was that. I was picturing kind of like snake eyes. Oh, oh yeah. I think they did say diff- uh, like a different pupil, didn't they? <gasps> yes. Oh, was it like, like a, a slitted cat- pupil yeah, or like something? Yeah, like a cat-like slit pupil. Yeah, yeah. I think they did say something like that. But so that's what I always got, like snake eyes. Or like cat eyes, too. I think that would be good. <laughs> Do we want to refill? And then for Elm... We have um, Hero Fianis Tiffin, who he was from. Have you ever seen the movie After? It's on Netflix. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen it and just like don't remember it. Mm. Um, but he was, he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the main guy character. But he's like kind of a little bit of an asshole. Like he's kind of like a badass, like the bad boy that you like don't want to fall for, but she ends up falling for. We love those. Oh yeah. He was, he was good. I feel like he'd be a good one. And lastly for Hoth, we have Dacre Montgomery. Oh, from Stranger Things. Oh, yes. <laughs> the yeah. cougar hunter. Yes. Oh, man. As soon, I don't remember which one said it in uh, book club today, but oh, my gosh. As soon as I said it, I was like, hmm. Also, we were laughing today. <laughs> we got we all got a really good laugh talking about the small man syndrome. Yeah, we <laughs> because, said. you know, at some point they describe, we think Hoth's only supposed to be like an inch shorter than Raven, right? But like. Raven is everything the Hoth wants to be, right? Like just a little bit better than him and just a little bit taller. And so the moment when Elspeth is, is talking to Hoth and he's like, well, what do you even see in Raven, right? Like, why would you even want him to court you? And she's like, well, he's really tall. <laughs> and I loved it because like she knew that like that's exactly what she had to say to like get under his yes. skin. Oh, so funny. Oh, so funny. I loved the fake dating in One Dark Window, though. It was oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. It was so cute. Just all of it. All the, like, 
pretending. Yes. Pretending. pretending. <laughs> and then it wasn't actually pretending. Oh, so sweet. One other thing that we kind of compared to another series, um, if you read Fourth Wing, um, we thought that the nightmare was a lot like one of the dragons. Yes. Ah! The like the kind of old man sassy banter inside yeah. her head. If you've read that book, you know exactly what we're talking yeah. about. It was just so it was funny. So funny. And one of the parts that I like especially thought was hilarious was when um the like Emery is like throwing up on the ground and the nightmare goes, Shame. I was just beginning to like him. <laughs> Yeah, the nightmare does like Emery. Yes, and I loved that, like, things would happen. Like, what did they say when she didn't want to put pa- the pants on? He goes, they're just liking Salzbeth. <laughs> <laughs> we got a really good laugh out yeah. of that today, too. That was really funny. Yeah. Just, like, the great banter inside mm-hmm. of the head. Just hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I loved this book so much. Me, too. You haven't bought the second one, though, have you? I haven't. I've been on a self-imposed book buying ban for... <laughs> A little bit here. I uh, I don't know. You can probably see in the back some yeah. of the tabbed books. <laughs> like, a, I don't know, maybe a month and a half ago, I finally went through and added just some little bright orange tabs on all the books that I physically have on my shelf that I haven't read yet. And it was a little embarrassing how many there are. So, I've yes, I've been trying to not buy new books. I'm trying to read the ones that I have. Which, so I'm like working my way through the Way Kings. Yeah. I read this one. I haven't got... I feel like I'm allowed to buy sequels, though, because I yes. think sequels don't count on book-buying bans. Right. Pre-orders also don't count on book-buying bans. Because <laughs> so. they'll come later. Girl math. Girl math. <laughs> yeah, so I probably will get it. Um, but I guess I bet this week this week will probably be Iron Flame and um, <laughs> and Two Twisted Crowns. Those are, those are probably oh, my yeah. books for this week. I'm excited. I have the physical copy and I almost started it this week. And then I was like, no, wait until book club. <laughs> yeah. It's so much harder to do book club if you have already read the next one <laughs> to okay, not ruin things then. so. But the girls who have read it did a wonderful oh, yeah. job. Thank you, ladies. Very impressed that they could keep yes. that much inside. Because <laughs> if it was me, I'd be like. <laughs> we spent like an hour and a half talking about yes. theories. So I'm super impressed that they did not let anything slip. I know. Also, the ladies that were there today are just like... So awesome. Literally, I'm like so happy. My heart is so full. (laughs) New besties. I know for real though, like literally want to hang out. Like love it so much. Yeah. (laughs) We got so lucky. It was a good time for sure. And you're welcome to join next month too. Like I said, listen to our episode um, on what's upcoming in the podcast. There will be information coming out for our next two book clubs and Mm -hmm. a potential holiday book exchange coming up soon. Ah. So, uh, so just DM us if you ever want to be included in those local Denver events. Oh yes, yes, I love it so much. And on another note, what are you? What else are you reading right now? Oh gosh, not that much actually. Yeah, um, yeah I had to travel for work recently, so I'm yeah. a little behind. I've been trying to. <laughs> I'm I'm still trying to find those short reads to help oh me gosh, on my Goodreads rule. Which but, thank you to everybody that yeah. commented on our TikTok. We seriously got so many awesome recommendations yeah. that like I wouldn't have ever known about. Yeah, so that's gonna be great to add in here. Mm-hmm. But I um I finished part one of the Way of Kings and I'm most of my way through part two Ooh. because the copy that I have broken into two parts is all one book, but yeah. one very large book. Um I think that's new since last time. I think we already talked about The Night Runs Red, didn't we? Yep, we did. We yeah. Did. We just read so, Akatar. Yeah, so I think uh, Laurels and Liquor, which was the yep. third book in a trilogy of like a poly omegaverse <laughs> smut. Yeah. I think yeah. I gave it three stars. Um, <laughs> and then I read a short story, Slow Between the Stars, Slow Time Between the Stars by John Scalzi. Oh, yes. And that was really good, too. That's good kind of about like an ai that gets sent into deep space to try and help like reseed humanity somewhere else but then as the ai you know develops its own consciousness and stuff it maybe changes its own mission it's just very interesting yeah oh that is really interesting what about you i like it um so i am currently probably 40 percent of the way through agamath mm. a court of mist and fury and i am Again, more like Akatar, I'm loving it more the second time mm-hmm. around, which to me is just like so wild. Um, I'm also reading The Starling House. Have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. It's another like spooky vibes. Like she cleans a haunted house 
And I'm having a really hard time getting into it. Oh, that's too bad. I know. I'm probably like 50 pages in and like now it's finally starting to get a little interesting. But like everybody raves about this book. Mm. And it's sp- apparently supposed to be like this wonderful, great, spooky book. But I'm like, gosh, yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a really hard time getting into it. Yeah. So I'm really only reading those two. Um, I felt like I downloaded one on my Kindle. Oh, The Soul of a Witch. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did download that one and I like started reading it, but then I was at work and got really busy. And so I like haven't really been on my phone as much, but Mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm not reading a whole lot else. Yeah. Yeah, I did not get very far in my October planned. I didn't either. I just wasn't a good reading month for me. I feel like both of us had a lot going on with work and other stuff going on. So I know we were so busy, but I felt like the books that I did read were amazing. Mm -hmm. Like One Dark Window, I kicking screaming the whole time i loved it Mm -hmm. so much one of my favorite reads of the entire year yeah i i feel like this will definitely be in my top 10 reads maybe my top five of the year oh yeah it was so good and yeah so i've had like really good reads in october but like not Not a lot of reads yeah Mm. yeah i know i wonder what november is gonna look like because it's already the fifth jesus i know and i'm like i haven't even sat down had time to like sit down and be like what am I planning on reading? <laughs> I know. I still haven't done an October wrap-up. I kind of need to do that. Oh, my gosh. Me too. <laughs> Oops. Me too. Whoops. I know. It's November 5th. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's technically within the first seven days of November. Yeah. So it's within the first week. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah. What are you planning on reading? Do, do you know what you want to read in November? <laughs> um, well, I'll read ACMAF, too. Mm-hmm. And ACA War, probably. Yep. This will probably both be November um yeah i'm not i'm not sure some of those from october will maybe carry over some of them might not i'm not sure i wouldn't be surprised if i go right from the way of kings into the words of radiance oh i love it just because it is the type of book that i think does well to do it right away Mm -hmm. because it's there's enough going on um i downloaded uh was it like the emperor's bone palace i think is what it's called so if you remember that like steampunk adult fantasy yes. book that i read um which i'm not blinking on the oh gosh princess poison vow yes yes, yes 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 um so i that's this is the second one it's yeah the emperor's bone palace so I've, i have that one downloaded and i kind of think i might read that mm-hmm. um i also am planning on reading all systems red which is a no, uh, sci-fi novella oh nice which like is supposed to be really series. good <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i think maybe 180 pages oh, it's like easy. a nice, nice short book i love it um so yeah those are the only ones i for sure have on my mm-hmm. list I think other than that, I tend to read whatever oh, yeah, strikes me at the moment. So I do too. It'll probably be more one of those kind of months. Yep. I kind of think so too. Some of the ones that are like on my radar is Two Twisted Crowns. So like the second one mm, to mm-hmm. uh, One Dark Window. I've also, what was supposed to be on my list for October was um, Of Gods and Monsters and Blood and Honey from mm. the Serpent and Dove series. And I also have the Well of Ascension and the Hero of Ages mm. for the Mistborn series. And I'm like, I know there's no way. I'm going to be so busy this month that, like, I'm going to be able to get to all of that. But, like, those are the ones that I'm, like, I have sitting out to grab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I haven't. So that's another one of those. I have to decide for Words of Radiance because I didn't mm-hmm. buy it yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I have yeah. to decide if I'm you know breaking that ban oh yeah get the next one or if I should read books I have but like I I just do think I liked the last time when I read Mistborn I like yeah. to be able to read all three in a row yeah because I think that I remembered more of the story mm-hmm. so it's a good chance to also I might um read the fragile threads of power while Ooh, Shades yeah. of Magic is still fresh in my mind yeah because I just finished the Shades of Magic yes. trilogy recently and so I might go into threads of power like right away too that's oh that's really on the exciting list. and another really exciting one we're reading yeah i'm pumped for that i'm so excited i have veterans day off work so i'm going to be reading all day yay i love it yep yep i should be getting it on wednesday and so at some point this week we're having a reading day yep (laughs) for sure i love it i'm so excited for that one to come out again book club we had so many like fun theories and everything so yes very very excited for that one well Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we hope that you guys read One Dark Window and you love it just as much as we did. We had so much to talk about at Book Club today. We were literally sitting there for like two hours 
mm-hmm. just hanging out and talking and chatting and meeting a ton of new book friends, like so many new faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So read it. Ah, go read, read One read Dark it. Window. <laughs> yes. And then give us a follow to keep up with everything that we're doing. We've got some really exciting things coming up. We've got the Akatar reread. We've got Crescent City before Iron Flame. I'm sorry, not Iron Flame. Before House of Flame, Flame and, and Flame Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> before that comes out and so stick around we're gonna be doing some really fun things yeah so make sure to subscribe or follow so you get notifications when things are happening and yeah dm us to get added to the private chat perfect well we'll see you guys next week thanks bye Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep Keep it spicy, book lovers!